Welcome, Gassers, to the latest GasCast scouting report. I'm joined, joined by Mark Swindell from the Wanderers' Ways Forum. We're speaking tonight about Mark Little, who Rovers signed on a free from Bolton. He signed for Bolton in 2017 from the Red Side of Bristol. In his career so far, he's won two Johnson Pate trophies, or the recent incarnation of that, and been promoted from League One twice, so comes with good experience of this division. Unfortunately for Bolton, well, for himself, really, he was limited to just eight appearances last season and leaves on a free. Uh, so, Mark, I guess the first question is, given his experience in, in the division below, how come he's uh, making the move? Yeah, it's a bit of a surprise, really, but I think it's the financial circumstances that dictate in matters. Uh, unfortunately, everybody at a contract will leave. Those that were still under contract uh, can exercise the right to leave because they haven't been paid for the last three months now. Um, there had been a bit of a fallout, I think, between him and Phil Parkinson because he was criminally underused last year. But uh, yeah, I think you've got yourselves a good uh, a good player. Oh, good to hear. Uh, what is the latest with the financial situation? You guys are currently in administration, right? We are. Um, these, they closed the bids on um, Friday. There are five uh, potential buyers um, that paid 25000 to look at the books. And then the administrators are going through that this week. It should be a decision made around the weekend on who it is that's going to hopefully take us out of administration. Uh, but we're already looking at a minus 12 points start next season. And we've still got hanging over us a possible points deduction for failing to meet the last home game of the season against Brentford when the players won strike. So we could potentially be looking at minus 12, minus 18. Uh, it's going to be a difficult year, that's for sure. Yeah, it doesn't sound ideal. Um, if we go back to Mark, then what kind of right back have we got on our hands? Yeah, he, he's predominantly a right back. We um, In his first season, Parkinson did play him a couple of times at wing back. Uh, but he's actually, I think, a better right fullback, but as a player that's got good ability going forward. Um, he um, he was never undone by anyone in the championship or never made to look out of, out of his depth at that level. So I'd be very surprised if he doesn't have a good season at championship level. Uh, good deliverer of crosses, um, got a lot of pace, does like to get forward. Um, occasionally weak in the air, but then you'd expect that generally of a full-back, I suppose. Um, but yeah, certainly should be uh, no problem at our league, league one level for him, I don't think. Great to hear. I mean, uh, our manager Graham said that he can also play at centre-back. Is that right? He has played at centre-back for us. And I think, in fact, probably his last performance was he played at centre-back for us at your neighbours in the FA Cup. Um, he had a poor game that day and I think Parkinson almost used that as an excuse as well this is why I'm not picking the guy he's generally far more comfortable at fullback um, and I would be very surprised if he played any, anywhere else other than that if he doesn't start there for you next season Cool well, um, what kind of players do you tend to struggle against quick players or tricky players or I, I think with the level of the championship obviously there was some top quality players, players that really, you know, either on loan from the Premiership or destined for the Premiership. Uh, so not so much as an individual, but as a team, generally we struggled against those kind of players. Um, he got himself sent off at QPR, the back end of his first season. Um, you think he was struggling that day all, all day, uh, got himself sent off and then found himself dropped from the side after that and then struggled to get back in and never really won, won back favour with Parkinson after that. Yeah, you do get that when someone comes out of the side. Well, especially if it's a discipline thing, managers do tend to 
kind of go quite heavy-handed on that sometimes. Yeah, I, I think from our point of view, it was a disappointment that last year was we were there, a team struggling. We couldn't, didn't know where our next win was coming from. We were poor at the back. We were poor going forward, and we had a perfectly adequate right back there um, that had had a good previous season, and we just were just wasn't using him. He couldn't get on the bench. Uh, by the last few games of the season, we were playing kids at right back. Um, so there was definitely some major fallout and it uh, it didn't reflect very well on Parkinson. I don't think the fact that he couldn't overlook that and pick the guy that would have been better for the team. So it sounds like the fans were kind of behind Little over Parkinson. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you speak to most Bolton fans, I think most Bolton fans have said they're sad to see him go, felt that he didn't get a fair crack of the whip in his second season. But based on his first season alone, um, you know, we were up against it all year that first year, managed to stop up. But he was definitely one of the better players that season. So, uh, yeah, I think most most fans will be disappointed to see him go. We could have hung on to him for next year, along with one or two others. Then things may have been a bit better. But uh, can't blame the guy. Bristol's his home and um, he'll want to get paid regularly, I'm sure. So I, I don't blame him for doing the move. Yeah, it's always nice getting paid regularly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did read his interview um, with the Bolton News about uh, the lack of communication from the club about not getting paid and all that kind of stuff and you could kind of sense the frustration but he didn't ever kind of slag him off or anything he, he seems like a pretty steady character is that kind of your impression of him yeah yeah I would say that he's come across as a pretty nice guy um, and that interview as well I think summed him up because it would have been easy for him to um, to be to be quite critical both of the manager uh, and of the club in general but he kept it quite professional and uh, yeah I can't imagine how frustrating it's been because Whilst they haven't been paid for the last two or three months, they're also paid quite late as well. Bonuses for the season before weren't paid. So, yeah, it's been a difficult time for him, I think, as a professional, that's for sure. And I guess one of the things that we've, as Rovers fans, been obsessing about recently is losing uh, kind of leaders in the train in the changing room. Do you say going to be uh, be coming into our squad as kind of one of the senior pros? Do you think he'd be someone that the the younger pros would look up to? You'd hope so. I mean, he, he doesn't strike me as like a natural captain. Um, I didn't see him directing the play much when he was on the field. But certainly with his experience, um, I don't know if you've got a, a younger inexperienced side there, but certainly given his age and given his uh, experience, both at Championship and at League One level, I can imagine, uh, yeah, he'd be uh, quite a bold voice in the dressing room, I would think. It's great to hear, yeah. I mean, one of the big selling points for, for me is, is his experience at this level. Um, I guess, lastly, are there any chance, ready-made chance we can have off you lot for him? Or is he not that kind of... <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid we don't go much beyond um, there's only one Mark Little, I don't think, these days. The, uh, imagination's been pretty poor and there's not been a great deal to sing about for the last couple of seasons. So, no, I can't help you there, I'm afraid. Ah, no worries. I was hoping just to get a cheeky one. Um <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, uh, that's that's all we've got uh, time for here. Um, thanks for listening, Gas. Uh, next up, actually, after this, we're going to have um, Kaz May come on, give us her opinion, uh, and, of course, on today's signing of Ben Davis. But for now, I'll say thank you very much for your time, Mark. I massively appreciate it. Cheers, thanks. All the best to Bristol Rovers next season as well. And, and to Bowen, unless it obviously means us going down. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cheers, mate. Cheers, thank you. Bye. So, Kaz, what do you make of Mark Little then? Um, I think he's a great signing, um, very positive. Um, obviously, with Graham, 
bringing in um, an older, experienced person makes me think that he wants someone with a bit of leadership in the team, um, someone that can kick the youngsters into gear. Um, and the main thing for me is the experience. You know, he's, he got promoted um, with Bristol City. Uh, he knows League One very well. He's, he's obviously spent most of his time in the championship. But um, for, you know, experience in League One, it should, it should be almost a walk in the park for him, really. Yeah, he sounds like he's a bit more attacking than James Clark was. Um, so it gives us a kind of interesting option at right back. Yeah, he's already scored a few goals, actually. I think I heard that he scored a great goal in the JPT for Bristol City. Um, if he's someone who's not afraid to have a go, uh, it's definitely something we can benefit from in our team, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think about maybe if, if Graham's looking at wing-backs, you've got Little on one wing and then THD on the other, it's, it's pretty good. Well, that's the thing. It's quite exciting, isn't it? If we've got THD, who is an unbelievable player when he's fully fit, um, and then you've got in the new... Um, is he a right-back or a central? Davies. Davies is centre-back. Centre-back, yeah. So he's a potential replacement for Tom Lockyer, which is obviously um, massive shoes to fill. Um, so when you're looking at, at the, the squad that Graham is building, it's quite exciting. And I hope that next season, you know, they'll they'll all play really well and we'll have a really strong defence. Yeah, speaking of Tom Davies, uh, Ben Davies, sorry. Um, he... I think it is Tom, isn't it? Is it Tom? Oh, it I is Tom Davis, yeah. Name, Tom, sorry. Yeah, he seems like a like for like for Lockyer. So along that back four, then you've got potentially Kelly, THD, uh, Craig, uh, Davis and uh, Little. There's tons of appearances between them now. That's the thing. It's, I think that's just what Graham's about. I think it's, yeah, when you look back at our old squad, we had a team full of youngsters, which is great because they're enthusiastic and they want to get a job done. But I think from Graham's point of view, he does want someone with more experience that knows the league really well um, and will drive us in the right direction. And it's nice that Little is really ambitious. Um, I saw his comments in the newspaper that he said he wants to be top six. He's never finished below top seven in League One. And it's just a great sign. It's what we want to hear as fans. Um, that we are getting players in that, that actually want to take this club somewhere. Yeah, and actually I listened to the Tom Davis interview and he said he was kind of blown away by the size of the club, considering he's come from Coventry and and their kind of the Rico and stuff. It's a bit of a surprise to hear him say that, to be honest. Yeah, it is flattering to us, I think. I think we, we, are, you know, we are a big club. Obviously, our, our league position hasn't been too great recently, but um, we've got a really strong fan base. We've got a great following away from home. Um, and I think that really affects, you know, how players feel. If they feel welcome at the club, if they feel like they've got fans that are backing them. And if they can see the club one day being something, you know, other than bottom half of League One, I think that's really great. Yeah, where do you think, well, the obvious position, I guess, is the goalkeeper is the next one to get. We've been, well, I'm hearing rumours that Joe Day is the one. Apparently it's fallen through at Cardiff, but I'm fully uh, expecting to get prove wrong tomorrow when he's unveiled you know I'm really hoping that too I mean um, there's strong rumours flying around um, there's rumours that Cardiff um, aren't are going to keep hold of Etheridge who will always be number one for them um, so it's up to Joe Day if he if he feels like he's not going to be playing in the side at Cardiff then he might want to go somewhere where he is going to play every single week um, and not be second choice I mean Cardiff they, they've probably only got him as a backup anyway um, and it was a disappointing about Bonham, really, because I thought he was brilliant last season. Um, 
and I, I really hope that we could sign him. But if we could get Joe Day in, who was league to, you know, was he player of the year or keeper of the year or something? He was very highly rated in Newport. If we could get him in, you know, it, it's a massive compromise for losing Bonham, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So that's all of it. Um, thanks for listening, Gasseds. Uh, if you haven't gone back and listened, uh, we did our end of season review a few weeks ago and we've got a scout report. It's a very similar episode to to this on uh, Tom Davis and uh, Josh Grimmer, the other player that we were linked with from Coventry, the right back. But I presume as we've got little now, we won't be going for him. So there's nothing left for me to say, but up the gas. Up the gas.